How can I know God is real? What does the Bible say about politics? Why does a good God allow suffering? If you have questions about faith, life or culture, don't be afraid to ask. This This is Ask with David Dean. Well, good day, everyone. David Dean here. And our question for the week is, if God is in sovereign control over all, how do I have free will? This question of freedom arises in pretty much every single philosophical and theological debate found in human history. It goes right back to the Greek Dark Ages around 1000 BC when, you know, King David was in power, to this abstract idea of fate, which was personified by the Greeks as this great antagonist of freedom. And somewhere in between fate and freedom, these, you know, two oppositions was this unfolding drama of human existence and whether or not a a person was a puppet on the strings of fate or was somehow truly free, well, that, the Greeks believed, was decided by the exercise of their will to power over tragedy to fortune. Today, the debate is more or less the same. On the side of fate, there are those who believe that their actions are caused or compelled by some sort of force, whether that's God or, or nature, So there is really no place for chance or genuine freedom anywhere in the universe. And this position is called determinism. Now, the problem with determinism is that it comes at the price tag of freedom. If there is no such thing as freedom in any real sense, then there's a whole host of theoretical and practical issues that have to be overcome. One practical issue would revolve around ethical questions such as if somebody is just determined to do certain acts or things or have certain thoughts, then can we really hold them responsible for their actions? I mean, you know, we don't judge machines for doing what they do because they've just been programmed to do those things. So does ethics even make sense as a category in a determined world? On the other side of the contemporary debate are people who believe their actions are uncaused or self-caused in the sense of absolute economic independence. And this side is known as libertarianism. Like determinism, absolute libertarians have lots of theoretical and practical issues to overcome. Just one, again, practical example would be if everyone's views are valid and everyone's actions are valid, then how do we adjudicate between one action over and against another? You see, this is all very important today because freedom is something of a buzzword in our time. Freedom of conscience, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to live and to love however, whenever, and wherever we wish or choose. Now, freedom is important, but it only makes sense as a concept when we ask, what is it that we're free from? And what are we free for? You see, there are conditions that make freedom what it is. Otherwise, the whole idea doesn't make any sense. You can't be free unless there is something to be free from or free for. So when it comes down to this idea of human free will, we need to ask, what is that condition that we're free from or free for? Am I free to do whatever I want as a human being? Am I free not to die if I so choose? No, my personal free will is constrained by the reality of me being a human being. And when I choose to ignore those, well, it can be really destructive. Just think about a goldfish, for example. The truth is a goldfish must live in water. So if a goldfish chooses to jump on out of its bowl, well, it is free from the bowl, but it is not free for continuing to live the way it has been designed and it will eventually suffocate itself to death. You see, in all of this, the question of freedom turns into a question about the truth and the conditions of reality within which we are free. And the whole message of the Christian worldview 
is that human beings are free creatures within the larger truth condition of God's creation. I think the Christian worldview provides a compatibility here that doesn't go to either extremes. God's freedom is not controlling or compelling, but creative and constitutive of our human freedom. There's only a contradiction between God's freedom and our human freedom if we consider both absolute. But I don't see any reason to think that they are. God's freedom is absolute. Human freedom is qualified as creaturely freedom because we did not choose to exist. So in short, human beings, we're not just puppets on a string dancing to some predetermined tune, nor are we puppets without strings and therefore incapable of dancing at all. All people are beings made in the image of God. We have creaturely free will because God is the supremely free creator. We can cause an effect because in effect, God has caused us. Do you have a question about Christian beliefs, theology, doctrine, philosophy, or culture? Don't be afraid to ask. Go to drcdean.com forward slash ask. That's Dean with an E.